You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any electrical needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. And this is Zach Whittington on the 56th, 56th episode. 56 56th. I think I I think I was in speech as a child for both my F's and my THs. So that's a tricky and my S's. So that one got you. Yeah. No big deal. Should have let you introduce that episode. It's fine. No worries. I probably would have messed it up too. Um, 56, we're here. Episode 56, we're back. You know you love it. You know you want it. <laughs> you know you want me. Um, <laughs> so, we obviously have many sports topics to get into. There's college football. There's NFL. There's NBA and all. Hockey. Hockey. Baseball. Oh, yeah, hockey's happening. Okay, just, just making sure there's hockey. Yeah. But, before we get into that... We need to talk. Guys, Zach has told me I shouldn't shave my beard. I should grow it out. So you were, <clears throat> you decided to talk about it. I didn't know if I was going to bring it up or not, but Dan has a good beard. So Dan's a, a chin strap man. He's got the honest Abe Lincoln. Now, honest Abe, he can never tell a lie. Great president. But uh, Dan's rocking a full beard. And he said he's going to shave tonight. And I'm like, Dan, why? You would lose all of your powers. Like, just think of everything you can do with your beard that you can't do when you shave. I mean, I can do everything I can. It's just I look like I'm 16. And is that not reason enough to keep the beard? It is. It really is. Coming from a guy... Okay, audience, I have a beard. I am a very experienced beard wielder. I have wielded my beard forever. But, uh... Yeah, man, it, you might as well just keep it year-round. Like, it's a, it's a thing. Like, I get shaving it off, but if there's no... It depends. Some beards need to be shaven off. So, like, you can have a beard that's just completely jacked up. You trimmed it a while back, but you trimmed it poorly, let it grow again. It's not good. You just need to clean slate, start over. But if you have a good, glorious beard rolling that looks good, just let a good thing happen. Like, I, you can clean it up. But it's what we're meant to do. It, it's a survival mechanism. It keeps us warm in the winter. Well, actually, there's some disadvantages to having beards, too. So There's some, but, well, it, you did point out the warmth. It is a good time, as there is now a nip in the air as we approach. We have now reached fall today, first day of fall. So, Zach, with fall being here now, obviously we got the winter, the, fall, the, the, the Christmas time coming, whatnot. But before we get there, we have some Halloween. If that does happen, don't probably, we'll see what happens. Probably not. But also Thanksgiving. We've got some fall activities. Zach, what is your favorite part of fall? Okay, so I'm from South Carolina. Backstory, it's hot. Backstory, it's humid all summer. And, you know, I'm growing up here. I'm accustomed to it. I actually like being outside. I like sweating. I like doing physical activity. But the fall, I like it for a couple of reasons. First off, it's cooler. It's not the cooler temperatures that I like. 
it's the fact that I can get away with wearing a sweatshirt all the time in the fall. I am a big sweatshirt guy, hooded, not hooded, zipper, no zipper, front pocket, no front pocket. Give me a sweatshirt. And shorts. Combo. All winter. Sweatshirt, shorts, all winter. I'm ready to do any task, and I'm warm while doing it. Well, uh, yeah, I personally am, uh, my, I would say it's probably the weather for me, but... Uh, You're not a pumpkin know, spice latte guy? I thought, no, I thought that's I'm what you were in it. Never in the four of the pumpkin spice latte, you know. We both drink it straight black. Give me a regular old cafe, please, cafecito. But I think that the best part of fall really overall is the fact that we have football back. Football. 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 So, NFL football, I think we should start there, Zach, because it was probably one of the most strangest weeks of NFL football in many years, I can, as I can remember. By strange, do you mean full of injuries? Full of injuries, man. Yeah, so we'll just talk about it. A lot of people went down with injuries. A bunch of ACLs were torn. I feel for the guys. I've done it myself. It's a long recovery. Obviously, they're getting the best treatment, the best doctors, the best rehab. So these guys can bounce back. But you had some big-name superstars in the NFL go down this weekend with torn ACLs, had a couple Achilles out there. <sighs> Hate to see it. I can't even watch hits when people get injured. So I am not trying to talk about torn ACL. <laughs> Mine just, like, quivered a little bit, I'm pretty sure. Zach, if for people who do not know, in the past did tear his ACL, uh, you know, but uh, the man coming back, he's still, he's got the mean jumper. He can take you to the rack if he needs. Bro, athletic. 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 I like it. Um, But in the NFL, I'd say largest, biggest name of the injury list is Saquon Barkley for the New York Giants. Seeing that really it felt like the team function based off Saquon Barkley's production. All right. I've seen <clears throat> I've seen some move off Danny Dimes talk now that Saquon's down. Tank for Trevor. Everyone's tanking for Trevor is what I've seen. A lot of memes of this week. So it seems, yes, uh the Carolina Panthers uh have people been suggesting that they should tank for Trevor as uh, Car- uh, Christian McCaffrey is out for three to six weeks, I do believe they said. Yeah, he said he's going to try to come back sooner, but it's a high ankle sprain. You're going pro- to get tackled in the ankle again. So, But personally, all the Carolina fans saying that, I'm like, guys, you have, it's only three to six weeks. Like, you know, y'all can probably survive that without him. You're all right. I don't. You're 0-2, though, already. They're already 0-2. That's it's true. Um, so they lost to the Bucks. The Bucks now one and one. Tom Brady gets the first one. He still seemed unhappy with some of the players and play calling at times. He's getting it seems like he's not having as smooth a transition as he would have hoped into the Tampa Bay. We're two weeks in. You gotta whip these guys in the shape. No preseason also. That is something to note with all this happening. There is a lot of conversation as far as were the no preseason games short short in the off season? Uh, did those all have something to pertain to the injuries? And uh, I mean, it would make sense potentially, but you never know. I mean, these could just be things, freak accidents happening. Obviously, that's what it is most of the time. Um, 
But in the NFL as well, there is good news. There is good football teams that currently I want to give you what I think are probably the three best teams in the NFL. One. Give me the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson is currently leading MVP for me. I personally, if you don't have him at the top of the MVP board, I don't know if you've been watching the Seattle Seahawks play football. Last game against the Patriots, Sunday night football, was a great game. The Patriots played really close, almost won the game on a last-second one-yard play where they gave it a cam up the gut, tried to get the QB sneak in. Didn't work out. It happens, you know. Can't fault Cam for trying. Can't fault Cam for trying. I'm going to be honest. It was a slow-developing play, bro. It it doesn't look that good. It got blown up. It doesn't look that good on the replay when you could have just maybe tried the QB sneak it super quick up the gut. But, hey, Belichick called the play. I mean, whatever. Patriots are fine. They're one and one. It's early. Cam looks great through two weeks. He does. And uh, if you're a Patriots fan, you're, like, a little excited. You're like, Tom Brady was great, but he's boring to watch. I mean, Super Bowls are fun, but he's boring. The games are boring. Now you get to watch Cam try to run over the Seattle defense on the last-second play for a win, and you lose. Hey, you take it. He's trying. This team's not supposed to go anywhere. Your whole defense opted out. So It's also not an AFC game, so it really doesn't hurt you in the long run of a potential playoff spot. So, overall, not a big deal. But I think Russell Wilson, four touchdowns, four separate receivers. Seattle Seahawks get the win. Russell Wilson definitely impressing me the most of anybody in the NFL. Number two team Don't in say the it. NFL currently. Don't say it. You know who's. Discount double check and your green what? Packers. The goddamn cheeseheads are back, Zach. They're back. All right, Aaron Rodgers is throwing all over you. Aaron Jones went for 42 against me in fantasy. Yet again, getting pooped on. Not good. I don't like it. Not great. But the, the Green Bay Packers, fantastic football team, no doubt. And then obviously, number three, just because I'm wowed by the first two, is the defending Chiefs. The, the obviously Pat Mahomes. My blood pressure is through the roof right now with you, Daniel. That was that 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 top three gave me anxiety. You sure? No, it's a good top three, but I was unexpected. I was expecting to see Chiefs higher. I was expecting to see the Ravens, and then Ravens number four, looking on the outside, and then. I mean, I could understand Seattle because everybody's hype on Russell Wilson for the first two weeks of the season, but respect to the double check at two. But I'm going to go ahead and address the elephant in the room, at least for me. Daniel, we play each other in fantasy this week. Oh, God, you're right. I totally forgot about that. Honestly, sort of pushing it down, forgetting about it. Well, it's time to face it head on. And uh, I'm coming off a loss. Old Paul Stagall got me. He's a... He's a good friend of ours, but he got me. I'm one and one. Daniel, how's it looking? How's it checking? Uh, the Oak Ridge Boys, <laughs> aka where we live. Um, yes, the Oak Ridge Boys, zero and two. Terrible start to the season. Have gotten dominated both weeks, so you know, not ideal. But Zach, we're gonna right the ship. I want you to know you have a focused team coming in. I might start Cam Newton over Lamar Jackson. Over Lamar Jackson. 
Lamar had a bad down fantasy week, so you might need to play him this week. I need to play Cam Newton in my flex. You want to know? <laughs> I wish that was an option, but you want to know who my quarterback is? Gardner Minshew. Against who? The Dolphins. Dolphins on Thursday night football. Tomorrow night, Zach, we get a little my little Florida action. Miami Dolphins, the Jags, Gardner Minshew versus Fitzpatrick. Maybe we get to see Tua. Maybe. No, probably not. Cross your fingers. We also, you know, so we got that Thursday night. Obviously tonight. Though we have something to talk about, as it is probably yes, it is already tipped off. Into the NBA bubble we go. We have an Eastern Conference Finals game four happening right now. The Heat up two one on the Celtics. Uh, both times that the Heat's got wins in the series was sort of like the overtime, and then a really close win in regular time. Uh, in in a fourth quarter, got the win. Had to come back in both games. Uh, but last game, game three, the Celtics dominated Gordon Hayward back into the lineup. So, Zach, with this improved lineup, Gordon Hayward back in it, do you think this is now going to be a, se- a series where the Celtics just start taking over and the Heat uh, magical run sort of comes to an end? I'm pulling for the Heat, but Kimball Walker's playing better for the Celtics, especially last game, and that's probably why they won. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to go six or seven games at least, but I'm pulling for the Heat. I mean, I think Jimmy Butler's going to have a big night. Do you have a score update? Um, I don't, but I can get one. All right, well, we'll let you know. Anyways, besides that, Lakers played last night against the Nuggets. Yeah, I'm struggling. I didn't expect the Nuggets to be in there. I thought it was going to be the Clippers. should be the Clippers. It should be the Clippers, but you have playoff Paul coming out here and helping your odds. Anyways, LeBron and Anthony Davis. LeBron, huge night, triple-double. He became a 26 all-time playoff triple-doubles for uh, LeBron. He's four behind Magic Johnson at 30, so another statistical category that LeBron's going to lead in. He's going to be the stat goat, at least, by the time it's over. He's going to lead the NBA in every stat. But anyways, the Lakers lose in dramatic fashion, kind of, to the Nuggets after they rally from 20 points down. And it was like it was like a two-point game with like a minute and a half left, but then the Nuggets blew it up for like nine points. And then Jamal Murray makes two huge threes to send the series to 2-1, Lakers over the Nuggets, and they play again tomorrow, I assume? They do. They play again tomorrow, Thursday night. Um, Thursday it's re- night. It's really impressive again to see uh, the the Nuggets able to get that win last night. They sort of come out again, yet again. This team that has come back from two 3-1 def- deficits in series definitely upset the Clippers in a way that nobody expected and dominating them in a game seven. That game seven wasn't even close. And then they came out here. Everybody thought they were about to get swept after a 2-0 start to the series. But, man, for them to come back, get that huge win last night, even serve, uh, like you mentioned, outlast the Lakers in a potential comeback, really impressive overall. Um, I just think the Nuggets – 
even if they aren't going to get a you know finals this year, even they are they that's a team that's going to be in the finals in the next few years, I would assume. With Jokic, um, Jamal Murray, and then even everybody outside of it, Jokic is when you get Jokic the ball at the top of the key, you allow him to run the offense through himself. He's able to give it out to everybody, and then you start seeing everybody getting the double figures as far as points and potential assists and things. So it just he opens up a lot of stuff for that. Yeah, and the big stat from Game 3 was Lakers had 25 total rebounds and LeBron had 12 of them. So you have three seven-footers between JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, basically Anthony Davis. They combined for 13 rebounds. And uh, JaVale McGee had no defense for uh, Jokic, but then they put Dwight Howard in and he did great until he got in foul trouble. So you got to defend. you got to rebound better. They're going to come out strong in Game 4. Lakers are going to win Game 4. There's no way they don't. And, uh, yeah, 3-1 series, which the Nuggets, that's what they're here for. That's what they – they they dig a hole, and then they climb out of it. I was about to say, this sort of with them winning last night sets up exactly how they have played through the rest of the series they've been in. You know, they start out with a little looking rough. Sometimes it goes back and forth. But you get into that 3-1 deficit right where he wants it right now. I feel like they're having fun. I bet LeBron wants a 3-1 deficit too. Uh, Update. Update. Miami Heat 15, <laughs> Celtics 13. About four minutes left in the I'm sorry, I was making a sound effect when you told the story. <laughs> what was You're good. It's 15-13. Heat up. Oh, well, it's pretty much they got it in the hand. No, Well, we can pretty much consider it out a dub. But, yeah, we will see what happens with that. I do, as you said, I hope it's the Heat. I'm hoping it's – I think it's probably going to be LeBron versus Heat in the finals. But we're right around the – What if we get a Lakers-Celtics finals? That'd be cool. How How about this, man? How about the fact that we are about to be at the finals of the NBA and, like, you go back, like, three, four months, people were, like, didn't even think this would even be happening. It's crazy. The bubble worked. Effective. Although it sounds like, according to some sources, that the bubble was rough on the Clippers. Paul George and his teammates apparently do not like each other a lot, although it seems to be more just his teammates don't like him. Because he's broke. Not He just, like, literally the reports that came about the Clippers is they're mad at Paul George because he gets the star treatment like Kawhi, but he doesn't perform in the key moments. Kawhi gets treated like Kawhi. But he does perform in the key moments, even though he didn't perform in the key moments. Even though when they needed him to be hitting shots. This hurts my head. I wish I could get paid billions of dollars to play basketball. Terrible shots. I mean, like, I can go throw a bricks all day like those two, so. You can hit off side of the backboard just like Paul George. I was about to say, did you see the shot last night that Caruso put up where he, like, he got it at the baseline and he went for, like, a floater from behind the backboard a bit? And he literally just, like, floated it all the way on top of the backboard perfectly. <laughs> I looked at, I watched it, I was like, how fitting that it's Caruso that did that. Caruso's pretty good though. Him and LeBron have a weird thing where they play well together. So Isn't it weird? I feel like he's always had this with uh I feel like with the Cavs at one point you had uh Delvin Dova there. It was like a weird thing that I felt like that was a pairing that he's good great. with backup players who just give him the ball when he's open. Who <laughs> get out Who'd of have the thought? way um so before we get out of here we'll talk a little college football uh, football uh the acc has been playing the clemson tigers 2-0 still number one in the country after a 
just dominant performance, literally nothing else to say. Over So Dan and I went to the game. We were masked up and social distanced, and we watched all 49 points get scored. And, and decided it was time to go. And we didn't miss a thing, did didn't we? Didn't miss any points, though. That's nice. I totally thought we were going to miss a couple more touchdowns. Nope. Nope. I knew what I was doing. We got that uh, in the ACC as well. Notre Dame 2-0 still. Uh, Miami 2-0 had the big game, uh, the night game, Louisville versus at, uh, Miami at Louisville. Um, and, you know, Louisville didn't show up really. There was like three, four plays where Miami scored one play, like 70 yards, and it was like back-to-back possession. What are they ranked now? Miami, I do believe they're probably up to about 15, 12, somewhere in there. I'm not exactly sure. Are you scared? Clemson. Yeah, so uh, they have a big matchup against Florida State this week. Clemson gets Virginia this week. But uh, after that, the uh, Clemson Tigers will be hosting Miami. So potentially a uh, ranked matchup, undefeated ACC teams, uh, Miami rolling in. De'Eric King, man, he really looks good living up to the billings that everybody was talking about him being for Miami. He definitely has the Canes having that. We all love to say it. It's the same with Texas. We always love, always love to overreact and be like, the U is back. Zach's throwing up the U at me right now. The U is back. The U is back. Um, but, you know, it's back for like two weeks. We'll see what happens in two weeks. How about that? The scariest thing on earth would be an undefeated Miami team. They're coming into your house undefeated, I would assume. Do you think FSU's got it? By the way, FSU will be playing the game without Mike Norvell there as he was tested positive. So what does that mean? Is he not allowed in the stadium? Yeah, he can't go to the game. So if they win without Norvell against a good team, do you fire Norvell? Yeah, I mean, well, I'm not saying yes, fire him, but that's going to be an awkward conversation when you lost your first game debut and then you beat the better team without coach there. That's not ideal. So really FSU is hoping for a loss, I think. Okay, well, and then also college football in the back to, in the Big Twelve. Uh, obviously, Oklahoma was off, and then uh, so was uh, Texas. But you had Oklahoma State hosting Tulsa to open up the weekend noon game after a college game day, and man, they almost lost. Tulsa almost upset Oklahoma State, took a fourth quarter comeback to get the win. What was it, uh, 16-7 to seven or something like that? 16-7 going in the fourth quarter is tough. And uh, they got the comeback, got uh, scored, I think, the last, like, you know, 20 points, 21 points, um, get the win. Uh, but they do lose starting quarterback for them in the game to injury, so we'll see what happens to that. But obviously this team's really going to go where Chuba Hubbard can take them. Um, so, but. Continue watching Oklahoma State. Obviously, still potential uh, Big 12 championship implications in their games. Uh, And then before, really, I guess the only other conference, obviously, American Athletic Conference playing. Uh, Big 10 is coming back October 24th. That will be the first day of their games. Uh, Get it open up with Ohio State hosting Nebraska. That will be a really cool, cool game, I think. Fun to watch. Um... But 
There is uh, obviously two. Mountain West will be coming back at some point as well. Pac-12 uh, still not coming back at, until they at this point are looking January be earliest time they would play. Uh, SEC is starting back this week, Zach. Uh, obviously, we have a couple big games. We've talked a little bit about the South Carolina-Tennessee game. That one's going to be, I think, probably one of the highlight games of the weekend. Uh, you also get a really intriguing Auburn uh, at, at Kentucky, where I think that's a game that a lot of people are probably going to pick Auburn, but I think Kentucky is fit for an upset right there. I think that's a game that Auburn could easily get tripped up on. Um, so... Big game for me as a Georgia fan. We here are playing Arkansas. Their head coach is the uh, previous offensive line coach for Georgia, Sam Pittman. Uh, there's so that'll be interesting. But obviously, Arkansas is definitely on a rebuild at this point. They do not have a lot of depth or anything of that nature. So I think the dogs will be able to get a win there. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with that overall. Um, and there was a little smoke coming from the uh, windows from the from the house of the dogs uh, in Athens. There were reports uh, coming from a previous player that did not get his eligibility as far as a waiver to play for Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. Uh, did not get the waiver approved by Georgia, and uh, then he came out with reports of potential racism and uh, you know other issues at Georgia. Things that uh, he did not, he you know felt uncomfortable with. Um, a lot of them were that from the reports I read were things that happened outside of the football program. Uh, other students uh, having racist uh, statements towards him, um, harassment from police enforcement uh, around Athens, which actually I've always noted many a times to people that it always seems like the, the Athens police are constantly coming after the football team and stuff like I always noticed that always seemed we were getting many people having issues and stuff um so but with that being said uh Kirby Smart addressed it today obviously he uh it comes down to really overall it seems that this may have been just him trying to get his waiver for eligibility approved um Personally, I don't know why we didn't just approve it for him to go ahead and play. I think players should just be able to play if you get, you know, if you're going to transfer, just go ahead and play overall. So, but uh, we'll see what happens from that. I don't think there will be a lot that comes out of that. He probably will just get his eligibility approved. Uh, but we do have football to play this weekend. It finally feels like college football is back overall. It'll be nice, too, when the Big Ten is back in on the 24th of October, too. I don't care for the Big Ten. You don't want the Big Ten back? I like the ACC and the SEC. ACC, SEC. What about Big 12? Texas is not back. Texas is not back. The U is back, though, guys. Yes. Don't forget the U is if back. If you remember anything this episode, the U is back. The U is back. And it never went anywhere. One other thing you could remember. Greenville Triumph are still dominating the USL League One. All right, top of the table, 25 points. To host the championship, we need 11 more points. Come on, boys. Do that with your eyes closed. It really is. All right. So, Dan, we're on the back half of the 50s. The back half. Back half. I I warned everybody, a lot of linebackers. 
in the 50s. There's some, you know, you can get some creative people, like maybe some basketball players, baseball players who wore a 50 number. But number 56, episode 56, take a guess, Dan. It's only the greatest defensive player ever. Uh, Troy Palomalu? No. That was actually recent, no. And I respect Lawrence Taylor, Lawrence Taylor. number 56, LT, the last defensive player to win the MVP, 1986, two-time Super Bowl champion with the Giants. We are talking about the Giants earlier because Saquon went down and they're thinking about dropping Danny Dimes. I'm going to tell you who they were, Lawrence Taylor. He also was in Waterboy with Adam Sandler, and he was in a... A couple of other movies, I'm pretty sure. But Lawrence Taylor, the man, very scary. He's on the cover of Blitz the League video games, which were like a R-rated football game that was like a bunch of gore and some mild drug use. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but it was also high-quality football being played out there, all right? Anything, Dan, before we get out of here? No, not really. Yep, we got you. Wednesday night. Wednesday night pod. Go Lakers. Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, A Very Moody Sports Show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, MoodySportsPage.com. See you next week, guys.